Welcome back to Live with Lighthouse, the show where we guide you to the talent, technology, and marketing solutions to drive your business forward. I'm your host, Joe Ray, and want to wish everyone a happy new year and welcome back to season two of the show. We're looking forward to a lot of great changes this year. Looking forward to a lot of incredible conversations with people who are doing great work and shine a light on some of the work that they're doing. Really excited to be back with you all. Thanks to everyone who tuned into the first 21 episodes of the show during 2023. Really excited for some of the changes we have in store here. We're really excited for this new chapter of the show. Not only are you going to be able to catch live with Lighthouse still on the Lighthouse Technology Services LinkedIn page, please make sure to subscribe on YouTube if you want to watch the video edition and you'll get notifications every week of new episodes. And if you prefer the audio, you're going to be able to get new episodes of Live with Lighthouse wherever you listen to those. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, we'll be there. Really excited for what's ahead in this new chapter. And we're kicking off that new chapter with a great conversation for all the job seekers out there who are excited for that new year, new job mentality. Chad Withrell's joining us on the show this week. Chad's one of the recruiters at Forge Buffalo, which is the talent network arm of 43 North here, the startup incubator based in Seneca One in Buffalo. Chad and his team do a great job connecting job seekers to incredible technology jobs across the Western New York ecosystem. Really excited to dig into this conversation here. Hope you enjoy. Chad, so glad to have you on Live with Lighthouse here. Great to kick off the year and uh, glad you could take some time to chat today. Absolutely. It's great to be here. This is my first uh, my first ever interview, which is exciting. And um, obviously, I've got to wrap uh, Bill's gear on the Monday after a big win. So, Yes, we are so excited. Bill's playoff football. It's at home in Buffalo this week. Really looking forward to this. Just good energy. Looking forward to bringing that to the conversation here. So thanks for thanks for repping the Bill's Blue today. Really yeah, appreciate man, absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Chad, maybe we could just start off. Could you tell us a little bit about your day-to-day with Forge Buffalo? You know, what does your work look like? What parts of your work inspire you the most? Sure. So, you know, a lot of what we do, you know, on a day-to-day basis. So myself and Carly Ortiz, my my partner, and then then Christian, who does a lot of the recruitment marketing on our team, you know, our whole goal as a unit is to help the 43 North uh, portfolio companies hire. So um, it really takes a few different forms. You know, our, our main focus and, and the timing of this is really interesting too, because we have our, our Y9 cohort is moving into Buffalo tomorrow. So we're going to be really heavily focused on their openings right now. But essentially, we become or we are the hiring arm of those companies. So a lot of times, you know, the seed stage, pre-seed stage companies that, that come into our startup accelerator um, into our program are not fully staffed with HR teams or you know, recruiting people or anything like that. So we, we kind of serve that purpose. So, you know, they might come to us from the ground up and say, Hey, I need a product manager, but I've never hired that person before. And I don't, you know, I don't even have a job description. So, um, you know, part of our day to day could be generating those JDs from scratch. Um, it could be sourcing candidates from, you know, we've, we've hired people off of the Western York startup Slack channel. We have um, found people on LinkedIn. Indeed, uh, obviously the the talent network and, and Forge and what we have there too. Um, so we've got a lot of different places that we go to find candidates. Um, and it's really a mix of helping with recruiting ops um, and the actual day-to-day sourcing, coordinating interviews, and really it's all customized to what the company's looking for. So some of them will have us like run the entire process from end to end. Some of us just have us like kind of advise here and there, or they might even get down the road with their own candidates and ask us, hey, do you know this person? Do you have any insight? Things like that. So um, the day-to-day is super fun and it's wide ranging, but that's kind of a, I guess, a high level of what it might look like on a given day. Yeah, that's a great partnership you're able to have with those companies that are coming in too. both, you know, kind of advising them along the way of, 
the whole recruitment process, like you said, the recruitment operations and being able to keep them on a good timeline of saying, hey, if you want to hire top talent, they're going to move fast. They're probably considering a lot of offers, you know, really helping them from that perspective as well. Absolutely. Um, Got to be a really rewarding role and uh, cool to see all the great companies that are coming to Western New York and relocating to Buffalo as part of 43 North. So that's really cool work that you get to do. Absolutely. We're, we're lucky to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to dive in today and really talk more uh, from the candidate perspective too, and kind of say, Hey, if you want to find a job with some of these great startups or, you know, really anywhere within the tech industry in Buffalo too, I'm really excited for where our discussion is going to go and how that's going to yeah. support job seekers out there. <clears throat> that's the, um, the perfect segue there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I mean, it's a perfect segue too with the new year and everybody's got new year's resolutions and some of them might be career focused as well. So Lots of people out there, Chad, are probably setting goals and saying, hey, I want to either achieve a promotion this year or for a lot of people, it might be, hey, I want to, you know, find a new job that challenges me, fulfills me in a different way. And they might be on the job market looking for new roles. As a recruiter, what would be some of the ways that you'd advise job seekers to get really clear on their goals before they go start applying for jobs? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of things that matter to people, right? So I would say just on an individual level, um, figure out what's important to you. Um, You know, that could be a a new title for 2024. It could be um, increased responsibilities in some way. It could be even, you know, a lot of people that might even want to make a lateral move if they want to go into a different kind of company, different industry, different culture, something like that, they might have some more upward mobility for them long-term, even though that move isn't necessarily, it's not always linear. It's not always going to be like you to get this job, then you get the next. It's not necessarily always like that. So I would say figure out what's important, number one. And at at that point, you're like, okay, I still want to make a move. What am I going to do? So what I would do from there is take a look at the resources we have. You know, obviously the talent network, like we talked about, like that we work in every day. Um, it's actually one of the interesting things about our talent network in, in the way it's set up in Forge is you put in your LinkedIn profile and it's more dynamic. It's not like the old way where you just had to upload your resume and that's just like a static resume and it could be there for three years and, and outdated. So um, that's a good way to get yourself out there. That's like, as part of a job seekers toolkit, that would be one of the top things I would do is get, get on Forge. Um, get in the talent network, make sure that you're getting the drop that Christian sends out every Thursday. The newsletter um, keeps you current, keeps, you know, you abreast of what's going on. Um, there are some other resources as well. Um, I know Jack Greco has a great newsletter that that many people may be familiar with Buffalo Bridge. Um, and then, you know, I, I mentioned the startup Slack channel before um, getting active in there, even if it's just you don't have to be the most active poster in the world, but it's a good way to just keep a high level overview of what's going on. You know, um, Jordan and the, and the boot sector team, Zach, like the, you'll, you'll see a lot of names in there that, that post more than others um, that kind of head that up, but you know, they're going to, you can make intros. So if you're new to Buffalo or you're considering moving to, I actually have a conversation coming up soon with someone that's might want to move to Buffalo. And, you know, we just put ourselves out there. If we see messages, we can DM people and say, Hey, let's talk. Like, so, I would say if you put yourself out there on there, you are most likely going to be found by somebody, whether it's myself, Carly, or other recruiters in the area or different companies. Um, so, you know, I would say taking a look at that's a big, um, a big part of that toolkit. Um, also, you know, just the traditional job search stuff, you know, LinkedIn, Indeed, um, just some of that like more low hanging fruit. Um, not that that's always going to be the most successful, but it's something you need to be aware of if you are going to be active in the job market. Um, and one thing I always suggest to people is that they, Message someone, try to find someone else. You know, if you apply for a position, you might find two or three people that look like they can help you in some way, whether that be an HR person, a recruiter, 
or just even a hiring manager. So you never know. It's just one other way to, to get yourself out there. But um, I would say kind of walking it back from you know the beginning, again, figure out what's important, use your tools, use your resources, and put yourself out there. Those are really the, the most important things that you can kind of start with if you're getting out there. Yeah, that's a great process to follow. Thanks, Chad. And I really want to go in on the putting yourself out there part too, because that's going to be tougher for a lot of people. You know, maybe if they haven't had as much direct interaction with recruiters and hiring managers outside of just the application process, it's a really cool thing to be able to see, uh, you know, working with recruiters on our team at Lighthouse, getting to know you and the rest of your team at Forge, really getting to know what that interaction and that relationship is like and the trust that's built over time. It's a lot deeper than what people might expect mm-hmm. that a lot of the times, you know, I'll see people who first time they connect with a recruiter is, hey, I'm looking for a job. Can you help me find one? Um, that might not necessarily be like what's available mm-hmm. at the time. But in the spirit of that long term relationship, you know, what are some ways you think job seekers can connect effectively with recruiters yeah. and, and help them help you? Absolutely. So, again, right there, that's help help them help you. I love that because it, it is true. Like, stay in front of us, you know. Um, obviously, you know, we have a lot going on, but everybody does and we understand that. But, you know, stay in front of us. If you see something, and I always tell people this every conversation, kind of, of TM up, like when we're getting off the call, it's like, hey, as you go out into the search, as you continue your search, if you've been in it for a while, stay in front of us. If you see something you know, see a posting that we might have a connection to, let us know. Sometimes we can help like easily. Sometimes we can't. And if we can't, we'll tell you, but we can at least try. So I would say the number one thing, uh, at least from my perspective, and I think Carly would echo this and, but just stay, stay relevant, stay in front of us. And, and we're, and again, I know it can be harder for some people if you're, if you're, you know, maybe you don't have that kind of introvert or extroverted (laughs) personality. Um, not that there's anything, you know, wrong with that either, but you know, we're, we're super friendly people. We try again, we, we try to make it as comfortable of a process in, in largely uncomfortable situations. A lot of people are struggling and we try to be mindful of that and, and just do our best to be empathetic and, and positive too, because it, it really is a case of if you are, if you are out there and you're doing the work and you're following up, and even if you're not successful on day one, we have had several situations where we've contacted people and had, and maintained, like you said, long-term relationships over um, a few months um, and, and beyond and uh, have helped people get jobs in different ways. So there's always, um, there's always a way at some point. Yeah. Thanks, Chad. I think that part that you mentioned in there about empathy is really important too, from the recruiter perspective, and from the job seeker perspective, obviously, you know, if a job seeker is reaching out to a recruiter, understanding that they're, you know, busy people and, and there's, you know, managing communication right there. But then from the recruiter perspective, too, we're really going through a time where there were tons of layoffs over the last, you know, year, year and a half at, at all different types of companies. And there's lots of people out there who are, you know, unexpectedly looking for jobs. And and really, you know, that's a difficult situation to to navigate, too. So, so recruiters are going to those types of job seekers and that's a different type of search than if someone is, is, you know, comfortably employed and then, you know, passively looking for jobs. It's a very different thing. Definitely. I imagine it takes a lot of different kind of, you know, skill sets and skills as far as emotional intelligence goes. Um, what are, what are maybe some of the um, experiences that have helped shape your approach as a recruiter to working with candidates, you know, when they might be in different types of situations like that? Sure. I mean, so for me, a, a lot of, a lot of what, 
I've been able to do in the past couple of years working with the team of 43 North and Viaduct and, and Forge and, and every all of that, you know, it's it's more of a community than I've ever worked with in the past in, in a way. So, you know, in, in previous positions I've had, it might be, you know, you're working for one company and you're a little more like even maybe it's just a thing with the startup community here in Buffalo, but um, you felt like it was like you were just more doing one thing. But here I feel like it is really part of a community, you know, the team at Lighthouse, the teams that I work with. Um, just the, again, boot sector, like I was talking about with the, the Slack channel, like there's so many people here that are trying to help and just, it really is a true community. So um, I think having that experience and knowing that you can go to people if, um, if you can help someone, like I know Claire from your team, we've sent people back and forth at different times. And um, I think between recruiters, even in different companies, between the people, like, there's just so much information sharing and willingness to collaborate. So um, I think that the experience doing that over the past, you know, what, two and a half years now, I think that I've really been more immersed in this, in this community has been really awesome. And um, it's kind of, again, it's given me a lot of positivity about the market because I think there's a lot of talented people that even if they're in a tough situation now could end up in a, a better situation in 2024. Nice. It, it's definitely the city of good neighbors play right there. I, I love that. And just kind of the, the collaboration between different people and, you know, and whatnot throughout the community is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chad, maybe we jump in now to, um, you know, we've talked about talent networks and forge being an example of a talent network. And, you know, these are things that, you know, various, you know, companies that help businesses with hiring might have, and, you know, some larger companies might have their own talent network or talent community internally. I think these are things that are really, you know, sometimes mysterious to job seekers as well, that they, you know, there might be some stigmas around just uploading your resume and putting it into into a database. And then you're going to get emails every day or every week with jobs that that may or may not be relevant to you and things like that. I think there's a lot that goes into the Forge Talent Network and what your team has built. So I'm curious if you can share a little bit of what the, how the Talent Network is structured for Forge and what that looks like on the back end for you and how you support job seekers who are part of that network. Yeah, absolutely. So the the system. So if you're a, if you're a job seeker and you're you're on there today, um, and you want to join, so you're submitting your information. Pretty much all you need is your name, your email, your LinkedIn, and uh, and you can join the talent network. You can express interest in different types of jobs. You can express interest in different types of companies. So like on the back end, you know, we can see if someone's interested in. X, Y, and Z. We can see if they're interested in a particular job. Like sometimes, you know, with cons- considers the the backend system that we work with, you know, with our companies, it, it can work a couple different ways. So if you have a career page, like if you are, you know, kick further or circuit clinical or kangaroo time or some of our, our larger startups in our portfolio, you know, they're going to have a careers page that you, you know, you can go to their website and it's like a traditional apply for jobs. And essentially the way that the database or the forge is set up right now is where it's a pass through. So if you see a job posted on there, it goes back to their website. Some of them, like with our new cohort, especially, you know, if you're looking at Storecash, Credit Academy, Guidesly, um, Stepwise, any of them, you are going to see like that it was posted directly from Consider by one of our team members. So myself or Carly or Christian. And then, you know, we're going to we're going to see that when your applications comes through or um, or the 
the actual founder. So we've, we're going to be in a process this week of, of light training, I would say with, so the founders can see that like they're going to, they have access to consider, they can see different projects, they can see different people, they can search. So it's, you are very discoverable if you're in there. Um, if somebody's looking for a particular skill set and you have it, like it, it's possible that you can get found. Um, it's not, I unfortunately don't have a lot of science behind like how many times, you know, with other companies, because again, it is a broader community mission. Yeah. It's not only 43 North companies, like, and for a job seeker, that's actually great because not only do you get the 43 North companies in there, but you get like everybody else, you know, the Jerry's of the world, Centivo, Air Expert, companies like that, they can also find you in there. Nice. And again, going to the community aspect too, I think that uh, provides a lot of value for job seekers to the curation of 43 North and, and an organization that's been around a decade now, uh, you know, really provides a lot of trust for job seekers knowing that, hey, the top tech companies in Buffalo yeah. Are all going to be going here for some degree of connection and support, and and then you'll see that in, in the form of jobs on uh, on the Forge Buffalo on the talent platform and things like that. One thing I do want to double check on here too, Chad, you mentioned LinkedIn as well, and it's a platform that I'm very passionate about, and and lots of us are passionate about as well. But you know, for some people who you know are you know whether they're in technology or or HR, you know, depending on the industry, they might not be on LinkedIn all the time too. Mm -hmm. And it might have been a while since they've updated their profile. And now here you are saying, hey, if you're going to apply to the Forge Talent Network, LinkedIn is a platform where, you know, if you have all the information, your application can, um, you know, be processed much more easily and whatnot. Uh, what Do you have some tips that you typically give to job seekers, uh, you know, maybe if they haven't updated in their, their LinkedIn in a while sure. uh, in order to be able to update that and, uh, you know, connect with a platform like Forge effectively? Yeah, absolutely. Just, uh, you know, I, and there are some like, super basic things that, that are easy to do with LinkedIn, but yeah, you, first of all, is just having the presence. If you don't um, get one, I mean, I've told advised students in high school, college, if they don't have them yet, get them as soon as possible and, you know, make sure you have a photo, make sure you have, um, you know, your jobs organized on there and your different skills or anything else. And, um, you know, make sure that you just have your, your profile structured the way that it should flow, because the more information you have in there, the more skills that are in there, you're going to be able to be discovered. Like with our, you know, in a LinkedIn recruiter account, like myself and Carly have, or, or a lot of other recruiters in the area, or even if you don't, even if you're just, maybe you're a founder at a non 43 North company that's doing a little recruiting on your own, and you're just plugging things into LinkedIn, like the more relevant skills you have for a job, like the more you're going to come up in relevant searches as well. So um, I would just say have a basically simple, you don't have to go like, you don't have to do every single thing, but just having a, like a robust enough profile that your skills are going to be showcased and that you can be discovered and that it's updated. Make sure your picture is current, make sure it's professional. Um, again, those kind of basic things. And, and we try to do that stuff too. Like, you know, as you, I know, Joe, you've been there in your team and uh, probably a lot of people listening to this, uh, that'll be listening to this episode have been to our events, you know, the career fairs that we do, we do two a year. Uh, we're going to have one coming up. I think it's going to be in March. We'll I've talked to Christian about that, but um, yeah, so we're, you know, we've had, you know, again, people like Claire from your team that do LinkedIn profile reviews, like for people in those things, we have headshot, you know, give, we do free headshots. So those kind of things that like are huge resources for people, we want to make sure that like that's brought to the larger community and people know like, Hey, this is how you should do it. And here's how we're going to try to help you in that direction. Yeah, it, it's great to have those types of community events and, you know, where people can get all that help in one place, whether it's a picture, uh, a LinkedIn review, meeting with uh, potential hiring teams and things like that. So 
really cool. Always enjoy the 716 career fair. And actually that segues really well, Chad, into my last question too, was talking about the value of some of those in-person events as well. And not just apl applying at home and yeah. being active on a platform like LinkedIn, but also getting out there and, and meeting recruiters and hiring teams and things like that at events. Um, you know, what's kind of the value that you've seen there uh, as a recruiter being able to connect with job seekers at in-person events like that? Yeah, those are huge. And that's that's another one of those great things where, you know, it's it's it kind of breaks down the walls between employers and employees a, a little bit more where, you know, they're a good, again, paying attention to something like the the drop that Christian sends out that newsletter uh, from the talent network. And then the what's what you're going to see on boot sector, like every Tuesday. And I think more and more people are understanding this and they can go. But there's a the, the Western York, um open coffee club that here in Seneca one downstairs, I think it's from like seven to nine. Um, people can just show up and, and meet other people and network. And uh, it's just a really nice resource. There's events that we do do as well. Like we've done the mastering events. We've um, you know, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up in 2024. Um, but so like our events that we do um, again, the career fairs in addition to that, and then just other things we do like the women in tech meetups. So there's a lot of opportunities um, if you're paying attention and, and just keep a basic eye on what's going on, um, you know, to, to get out there and connect with people. And, and we have like, it does work. We've hired people that we've met at events um, and, and have some really good recent examples of that as well. So um, a lot of times, you know, I, there's, there's a lot of people that I would love to be able to place that right, you know, today that maybe again, it, it, a month or two down the road, hopefully we can help, but um yeah, it's always good to show up and, and stay in front of us and, and just show up. That's because <laughs> I keep going back to that. But that's like the number one thing. Just make sure if you can make it go and, and you'll meet somebody good there. Yeah. And that's a great way to pull a full, full circle there, Chad, is to just to see the whole, you know, value of the relationship over time and, you know, staying in touch and staying in front of recruiters and things like that. And a good opportunity for me to give a shout out to one of my friends, Cassie Kubiak, who That's right. <laughs> uh, actually started networking with uh, people in the 43 North Forge Buffalo system over the summer and eventually found a job leading marketing for Twipes, who was in the Y8 cohort. So shout out to Cassie for doing a great job of, of staying top of mind and, and putting herself out there and yep. finding an incredible opportunity. So Absolutely. Yeah, she's she's a great example. She's like the one of the prime examples. So I'm glad we give her a shout out. Yeah, Cassie's awesome. And yeah, she's working with uh, one of our uh, Y8 companies twice, and uh, she's doing great over there. Absolutely love to see it, Chad. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I'm going to ask you one more question actually here, Chad, before we sure. go. One of the things I always like doing here to close out the show in the spirit of one of our core values, Be a Lighthouse, which is all about helping people. Uh, Chad, I always like uh, posing the question to the guests at the end of the show here. Would love to give you the opportunity to shout out someone who's supported you or helped you learn something new lately. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I think I have to go with the with my team, um, my teammates here, Christian Gaddis. And, and um, so him and I have been working together for a long time now, about, like I said, about two and a half years. And um, our teammate Carly, she just actually returned from maternity leave last week. And so I, I'll include her in this, too, because she's awesome. And Christian, you know, him, you know, stepping in and doing a lot of things to, to help out while she was on maternity leave. And now her being back, it's like when she jumped back in, it was like she never even left. So just our team dynamic and just the willingness to help each other, like no matter what. And I think that's a big thing you'll see with the 43 North team. And, um, you know, even some, some of my other partners that I work with on, on the Viaduct side as well, like it's just a no egos, just good people that are willing to step in and, and do what needs to be done. And, and I feel like that I provide that back to them as well. But it's nice to know that you're getting that support. And, and again, specifically to Christian, I know I mentioned a few other people in there, but he's um, he's the one I would say lately, um, you know, is the best example of that. 
Yeah, we love a great teamwork makes the dream work moment. And uh, shout out to Christian there. And, and actually, I lied, Chad, because I actually got one more question I got to ask you before I let you go here. Bills Steelers in the wild card game this weekend. Oh. Need need your prediction before we call it a, call it a show here. Um, I'm definitely going Bills. Um, I've I've seasons. I have a couple friends that I, that I have them with. They're coming from out of town, so we have to show them a good time. Obviously here, but so I'm going to go Bills. Um, I'm I'll give a pre- a bold prediction that Kyle Allen will get snaps at the end of the game. That'll be my that'll be my. <laughs> in in uh you know it's always fun to see the backup have to come in so i hope that that in a good way without an injury obviously um but that's that's my you know by the fourth quarter i hope josh allen is getting some rest for the following week i i I hope so too i uh remember fondly a couple years ago going to the wild card game uh when new england was here in buffalo and uh it was five degrees it was the most quintessential winter day that you could ask for and it was a perfect game. Buffalo just touched down on every single drive. So, Oh, yeah. That was the most um, fun I've ever had in the stadium that day. So <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> incredible, incredible game. I think it's going to be a little closer. I think Pittsburgh's been picking it up on offense ever since they made a change at offensive coordinator, just like That's the true. Bills did earlier in the year. So I'm going to go 27-20 Bills. I think it's still going to be a close game. I think it's the kind of year that it's been, right? It's going to be a roller coaster game. and uh, But I think the Bills are going to pull this one out and, and keep on going in the playoffs. Agreed. <laughs> Thanks so much. Chad, really appreciate you coming on live with Lighthouse. Thanks so much for joining us and really appreciate your expertise and know it's yeah. going to help a lot of people out there. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, Thanks, Joe. It was really nice talking to you today. And uh, yeah, we're always here to help. And uh, hopefully if anyone sees this and wants to connect, feel free to reach out to me. Yeah, perfect. Right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Chad. Thanks again to everyone who tuned in to watch this first episode of season two of Live with Lighthouse with Chad. Hope you're inspired and ready to take on the new year. And we hope you'll subscribe and follow along to tune in to all of our content throughout the year. Really excited as well. I'm going to send a shout out to my coworker, Claire Stroh, and her new series, Claire Shares. If your HR team is looking for exciting, bite-sized conversations around talent acquisition, attraction, and retention, Claire Shares is going to be the place to go. So I'll make sure to leave a link in the show notes as well to check out Claire's new series. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Look forward to seeing you next time.